Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the show that promotes positive people. Tune in live on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern or listen live and 24-7 at www.wealthysistersradio.com. We know you will be inspired, empowered, and informed by the incredible women featured. And now it's showtime. Ladies and gentlemen, our host, entrepreneur, author, speaker, Deborah Hardness. Well, hello and welcome, welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, the first Monday here in 2014. So excited to be here. We want to thank you for joining us today. And here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we are here to for two main reasons. First, we love to provide you with that awesome knowledge, the practical knowledge, inspiration, and encouragement that you can apply to your life and business right now for that positive impact. And second, we must, we must provide that platform, that positive platform to showcase and say thank you and edify and promote the sisters for doing big things. Once again, I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Today, again, is Monday, January 6, 2014, my birthday month. <laughs> so excited about this month of January and all the great things that are coming forth here in 2014. And, you know, we are here every week at the same time. That's right. That's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern. So thank you so much for spreading the word, the good news about the great things we have here at Wealthy Sisters Radio. Well, you know, our show today is not going to make you mad. It's going to make you glad. It's going to make you have so much information, give you so much information, and help you catapult yourself into 2014. I tell you, our very special guest today is a powerful woman. She is a force to be reckoned with. She's an author. She's a wife. She's a mother. She is, is, is well, I'm, I'm assuming mother. I ran off on that. I get excited. But, but she is someone that I tell you I have so much respect for. I've been watching her for several years now. She is none other than Ms. Teresa Royal Brown. She has over 12 years' experience in the meeting planning industry. She is the founder of Entrepreneurs and Professionals Network, a networking and business building organization which connects entrepreneurs through various networking events and workshops. And she, every year, they have this extraordinary awards program. I mean, this is absolutely incredible. And she is also, like I said, the author of this book that I'm just so excited to learn more about it today. It's not built to break. And it chronicles a severe financial hardship she faced in 2007 when dealing with an unethical client and unethical practices of her mortgage company. So, hey, you know what you've got to do right now. We are talking about victory today. We've got a great guest today. So you have to call everybody. Tell them to dial 347-838-9278. Text them, Facebook them, tweet them. Get Instagram them. Tell them to call into the show right now, 347-838-9278, or you can listen live at Wealthy Sisters Radio. That's Wealthy Sisters, S-I-S-T-A-S, radio.com. And guess what? If you have to go, because we know some of you might be on your lunch break, you can catch this show from the beginning to the end and all of our other great shows at Wealthy Sisters Radio, and we're on iTunes as well. That's right. We're there. You can download the show for free on iTunes, and also we want to remember to remind you, rather, to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Wealthy Sisters, and you can find us there on iTunes at Wealthy Sisters as well. So we're not going to keep you long. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then when we come back, we will bring on our very special guest today, Ms. Teresa Royal Brown, author of Not Built to Break. Stay tuned. You're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Ladies, are you tired of searching for Mr. Right and need help cracking the man code? Do you really want to know what he thinks about dating, love, and romance? Are you wondering if the one you are with will ever fall in love with you? Then you need the Code Cracker, Jay Neville, relationship expert and life coach. Visit jneville.com. That's J-N-E-V-E-L-S dot com. J-Nevels 
www.queenanitaonline.com. Queen Anita Empire Online features luxurious African handmade healthy skin and body care products. From enhancing all-natural soaps, hair growth stimulating shampoos, to delicious healthy drinks, great for arthritis, we have an extensive inventory of more than 450 items to begin your natural journey to wellness. Visit QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. That's QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Remember, QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Well, if you hadn't heard it, you got to hear it right now. The Winter Summit is back. That's right. The Winter Summit 2014 is Saturday, March 29th. 2014 at the awesome courtyard uh, by Marriott at Tyson's Corners right there in Fairfax, right by the luxurious Tyson's Corners Mall. I'm telling you, it's going to be an extraordinary event. We have speakers. We've got people that have already registered from all over the world. Early registration ends today, excuse me, this week. That's Friday. So you want to make sure you go to the winners, like a champion, thewinnersummit.com. Well, thank you again for joining us here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. We're so excited to welcome our very special guest today, Ms. Teresa Royal Brown. Hello, Teresa. Well, hello, Ms. Deborah. How are you? Lady Deborah, how are you this wonderful day? Oh, I am doing extraordinarily well today. I'm I'm excited. I'm thrilled about having you on our show and just, you know, just grateful really for the opportunity to share the space with people like you and, and our great listeners today. So, I mean, I, you know, as, as they used to say, or the older people, and I say older, as I realize I'm approaching <laughs> older, <laughs> you get more. So I need to start saying that the wise people say, you know, yes. you just have too much to be grateful for, yes, to complain yes. really about anything, you know. And uh, even though always sometimes things don't flow the way you want them exactly, you really can look at those great things that are happening, and they really do outweigh some of those challenges that you might be facing. So I'm excited. I'm grateful today. Absolutely. Me too. You know I'm pumped up. I'm fired up. And I'm just yes. so excited about 2014. Yes. I'm just yes, excited. Yes. <laughs> what, what, I mean, what What about it, you know, because not, and, not, and I, and I want to imply like at the beginning of the year, everybody's always gung-ho, ready to go, you know, and, and uh, But there's things that you have to do to keep that same fire and enthusiasm throughout the year so that it won't wane and fade. But tell me, what are you, what are two main things you, you are excited about for 2020? Well, you know, Deborah, and again, I, I want to thank you for allowing me to be on your show. I'm, I'm really excited to be here, and I admire you so much. And I just thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing me this opportunity. But to answer your question, um, you're welcome. I am excited about life. And that's the first thing. um, And I I always have to give this testimony because I don't even know if you know, but my husband and I were in a really, really bad car accident in July of um, 2013, and I'm actually still recovering. I'm still um, hobbling around. Some people don't even know it, but I'm still hobbling around on my brace. But praise God, I I am no longer on my crutches. But I am really excited about life, and I've I've gotten this fire in my belly since probably around August when I really started recovering and started feeling a little bit better. You know, life is short, and we hear that cliche so much, but it's true. And I think God had to really show that to me and my husband because he was driving um, when this lady hit us. And and I just got to just believe that God spared us because we have more work to do. So I'm I'm Mm -hmm. excited about life, and I'm excited about what God is about to do in our businesses, not just our business, every business owner that I see connected, just Mm -hmm. seeing what God is doing in other people's lives. And we're just excited about kingdom business this year because I believe God Mm -hmm. is going to bless his people. So that's the two things I'm mainly excited about. Can you hear it in my voice? I'm excited. Girl, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. I am so grateful to know that you all are doing well. And and I I did not know um, about the accident there. So I'm just grateful for the victory um, for you all. 
And, you know, I know I kind of sent out several tweets about as I was promoting the show today, and I want to get into your book. I really, really do because we we want to talk about, you know, your story and how you were able to overcome some partnerships that may not have been the best at the time and other financial challenges through the business there. But, you know, I always say it every week. We have nosy here in Wealthy Sisters Radio. Our audience loves to find out, you know, where you grew up because they want to be able to see or identify or relate uh, to your story and apply it to their life as well. So why don't you share just a little bit about where you grew up and what led you to the path you're on today? Oh, wow. You know, nobody really has ever asked me that question, so you were <laughs> you already started out on a new note. Um, I actually am born, <laughs> I was born and raised in Washington, D.C., and a lot of people do Is not that know that right? about me. Wow. I am born in D.C. Um, until I was five years old, and then my parents moved us to um, Lanham, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm skipping. Silver Spring. I was in Silver Spring um, until five, and then we moved to Lanham, Maryland. So born in D.C., really raised in Silver Spring and then Lanham, and so that's why I'm a Redskins fan. I know my team didn't do good this year, but I still love them. That's all right. Anyway, that's all right. You, that's all you right. ride or die. <laughs> I'm ride or die. You're not a um, fair-weather fan. I am not a fair-weather fan, and that's why I'm so gung-ho with Redskins, because I, I'm I'm not a transplant. I was born in Washington, D.C. But um, my father and mother always instilled in us this entrepreneurial spirit, and, um, mm. you know, my mother had her own daycare business, which a lot of people don't know that about me. She had a daycare business for about 13 years. And I actually Is that helped right? her. So did yep. my mother. <laughs> really? See, we got something yeah. coming. <laughs> but, um, for 13 years, and she, you know, had um, a very good business. And um, my father got laid off of his job when, one time. He was laid off for about three years. And her business sustained our family of five mm-hmm. five of us uh, two brothers two sisters i'm a middle child and mm, uh, that's another identity see, there that we, we can want relate to talk later on <laughs> okay <laughs> see we got too much in common but, too um, much <laughs> but that entrepreneurial spirit has always been instilled in me as a child and my mother she she did avon she did tupperware i don't know if you remember tupperware Girl, um, please. That was my first. <laughs> yes. Tupperware. Um, Going after that she, band. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. She was trying for a girl. And um, she did, uh, my parents did Amway. Not to knock Amway because uh-huh. I know a lot of people are still in it, but it didn't work That's for right. them. But um, uh-huh. so th- those are the types of things that um, I saw my parents do, and it just kind of mm. put me on the path. And I actually went to school um, for business management, and my minor was small business. And so I studied mm. small business, and I didn't know what business I was actually going to get into. Um, and so it's just so interesting how I fell into event planning because that's really my trade. I am an event planner. I'm the event producer extraordinaire, as many of my friends call me these days. Yes, um, yes, you are. <laughs> because I produce <laughs> events with excellence. Uh, but I, I fell into that. as I uh, worked for a vice president. He took a chance on me when I, right out of college, and I worked for him for five years, and planned all of his meetings and departmental events, et cetera. And so it kind of, I fell into event planning because it was something that I loved to do. It was a passion. And so that's mm-hmm. kind of how my, my life evolved. And um, I didn't always make the right decisions. I didn't always make the right choices. Um, turned down some really good jobs, one with Dell Computers, one with HP. And a lot of people don't know that about me. Yes, I could have taken mm-hmm. a whole different path. Turned those yes. two jobs down. Um, for crazy reasons, which I won't get into, but um, <laughs> but you know, so that's kind of the path I was on. I, I was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I lived there for eight years. A lot of people don't know that about me. Um, so my wow. my life has kind of took a kind of a uh, curvy, winding turn, and um, I ended up back down here in um, Maryland. Um, I, I was married before. Some people um, just found that out about me. A lot of people don't know that. Um, I don't mm-hmm. like to talk about my ex-husband um, too much, but I, I, I will say that that um, experience really um, helped define me and uh, right. propelled me into being a more of a businesswoman because he did not support my business. But I thank God that he sent me the right man 
who does support mm-hmm. me and who does mm-hmm. support my business. So um, God is good, and mm-hmm. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about 2014. I just have a, a really good feeling about this year, and I just believe that there's going to be some doors swinging wide open. That's been my in my spirit since yesterday, and I just believe that for um, all the business owners that I know that are really striving to go to that next level. Well, you know what? We're going to all agree with you right here on the show. We're going, and, and what I just want to say to those who are tuned in and who will be downloading, because we have a large, very large uh, audience is mostly download. And um just want to say to you, if you feel like you are just, oh, yeah, okay, here we go again, you don't feel like, you know, you can move forward, you're frustrated, you're tired, you're ready, you're burnt out, Feel the passion for Teresa. Feel it from her. She says she knows something is about I to happen. So feel it. I know it. Right now. I feel it, girl. That's right. I that's do. right. So that's great. So that's great. So you you started um, your business you, as an event planner. Let's talk about that. What was your transition like from working uh, for the the gentleman that you said took a chance on you? Thank God for him for seeing mm-hmm. all of the the good good in you. And, mm-hmm. and talk about that transition from when you decided to step out there on your own as a business owner. Oh boy, that was an interesting time. Um mm-hmm. because after I I I worked for the gentleman up in Harrisburg for 5 years and then I actually moved mm-hmm. down here to to get married. Um okay. uh, a lot of people don't know this about me because I was commuting mm-hmm. back and forth to Harrisburg for a good maybe month. That's a long trek mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and luckily praise God one of my girlfriends she let me spend the night at her house or actually spend the week at her house. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have to keep doing all that driving. But I've, I've moved down here, um, took a job um, supervising 14 administrative assistants. And that in mm-hmm. itself was a, is an um, interesting dynamic because, you know, it's 14 different yeah. personalities, et cetera. Yeah. Um, yeah. And ended up taking another job. Um, I took a downgrade but not a pay cut to really pursue event planning. So that's where mm-hmm. I was for about six years and um, worked at a very prominent uh, legal association in, in Washington, D.C. And um, the the problem with that, though, is sometimes when you're too good of employ- an employee, your boss mm-hmm. doesn't want to let you go. Um, mm-hmm. And I mentioned this in my book, that my, my boss, I, I went to him and told him that um, I was going to step out on faith and start my own business. My mother had just passed, God rest her soul. And that mm-hmm. was the reason that I did it, because my mother died very unexpectedly. Nobody a lot of people know that about me. She just dropped dead one day. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she was 60 years old and just turned mm, 60. Yeah. And so wow, that yeah. made me say, hey, you know what, Teresa, you've been saying all this time you're going to do this business, do it. So I went mm-hmm. to my boss, gave him my letter of resignation. He basically told me that I was being emotional because my mother had passed, and he talked me out of it, basically. Had a long hour mm. conversation with him, and he talked me out of it. So I rescinded like, my letter. I can't let you go. Exactly. He was, oh, that's Which, what he was thinking that's in all the back was, of his mind. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, do you blame him? You know, it's, well, it's, it's when you find someone like yourself exactly. working for, you know. Right, right. Yeah. it really works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that he could just depend on. Yeah, depend oh, on. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, that's, so mm-hmm. the next year I, I felt it in my spirit again. And I always tell people, if you feel it in your soul, you need to mm-hmm. go ahead and do it because – you never know the blessings that I actually lost because I wasn't mm-hmm. obedient. So you got to be mm-hmm. obedient to God's voice. So I did it again, mm-hmm. and he yelled and screamed and kicked and had a fit, and he said five words to me. You mm. are going to fail. Oh, my Lord. That was all you need to hear, wasn't it? He said, you are going to fail. And so I said, well, I'm mm. not going to fail. I'm going to do it. So I jumped out there on my own. They didn't give me a going away party. They were mad at me, girl. So I went on and jumped out, um, but I had a client that, um, you know, actually was a three-year contract, was actually pretty good, that was going to actually mm-hmm. sustain me for three years. So I'm like, I don't need y'all. I got wow. my, own, my own contract, and so I'm good. Well, you, you would think that would be the end of the story. I live happily ever after, right? Wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't work out like that. So my transition was a little bumpy because um, I put all my eggs in one basket, and mm-hmm. When you do that, sometimes you set yourself up for failure. 
but I mm-hmm. fought and kicked and screamed that I was not going to fail. Um, mm-hmm. But it turned out, and a lot of this is in my book, but it turned out for some reasons that were unethical on this client's part, he stopped paying my contract. And I had mm-hmm. saved some money, thank God, and I was able to live off of that money for a few months. But, you know, it's going to come a time you're going to run out of your money. Right. And um, so I, you know, I was ran, I was pretty much ran out of money. My mortgage company accelerated my um, mortgage. They basically, they were doing some unethical practices. Um, and that mortgage company went out of business, so I can say their name. It was Countrywide. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We know about them. Yeah. That's the yes, go. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so... You know, at during this time, I'm, it's hard when you're trying to find another client, and you're still wallowing in with a with the present client. You're still trying to get them mm-hmm. to pay you your money, but you're trying to mm-hmm. get another client. And so, what mm-hmm. I learned also in that process is you've got to be careful the energy that you put out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, during that mm-hmm. time, I was in a desperate mode. So that was the mm-hmm. energy I was putting out. And mm-hmm. like so, a I dog wasn't can sense. Exactly. Yeah. So I wasn't getting any Mm -hmm. clients because I mean they were like, Mm -hmm. "Oh, she's too desperate. We don't want her." (laughs) Right. So you see the life lessons you learn though by going through a rough situation such as that. Right. Right. So I know know that's a roundabout way of answering your question, but that was my transition into um, starting starting my own business. It wasn't good back in two thousand and five and six when I actually jumped out there, and then ultimately Mm -hmm. in two thousand seven. Um, when I actually mm-hmm. had all the financial problems with that client. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the way that it is, and I like to be honest, upfront, pure, raw, um, and that's that's one of my things. Uh, as a matter of fact, we talked about the Winter Summit, of which I know you will be attending. Yeah, uh, you've already registered for. I've already yes. registered. <laughs> already registered for the Millionaire <laughs> Luncheon and all the whole shebang. That's right. I'm trying to be um, there. <laughs> yes, because Laferne Beatty, I was going to refer to, she is, a, I mean, this woman is, she, I just I just came and put it into words, and she She's is awesome. a master strategist. She is awesome, yes. And we were talking about, you know, this year being able to really release those and let go of those masks that we all have. You yes. know, we all have, and we've been conditioned to do that, to put those masks, to put those fronts up. But mm-hmm. in all actuality, we have to let that go because if we're going to really serve people, they have mm-hmm. to know that it's not going to always be smooth and dandy. You know, that, that right. was the biggest adjustment for me to learn that when, you know, you start to face challenges, you never think that you're going to face them, certainly and not some degree, you know, that, that you do. So that is good that you that you share that. And I, I just want to say thank you for being so candid and, and open in your book about, you know, your, your experience as well there. Yeah, I, I tried to do that because, you know, mm-hmm. you're right. So, so many people are not transparent, and I believe mm-hmm. that when you're transparent, you really are helping someone else. Um, mm-hmm. And I had to mm-hmm. share this with a lady the other day because she was going through something, and she said, well, why Why does it have to happen to me? And I said, I say that sometimes myself, but when mm-hmm. you're going through a rough situation, it's not for you. It's for someone mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And I thank God mm-hmm. that I finally got it. I got that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I, mm-hmm. I hear you, Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, I but like let it. Let me hurry up and get saying. through it, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can we, can we hurry it up? Can we hurry this up? Can we hurry it up? <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Can we exactly. hurry up? Get it done. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So now tell us, um, being an event planner, I know you have to be someone that is organized. You know, um, you not only love to see things come together, you have that creative energy as well. But, you know, as as an event planner and a business owner, I am so sure, and I've seen the evidence of it, that you are truly a master networker, a master networker. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) I try to be. So I know you you founded the organization Entrepreneurs and Professionals Network. Tell us a little bit about that organization. What made you start it, and um, how can people become a member of it? And is it just, is it local or is it 
something that people can participate in nationwide? Well, I love that you asked me that question. And I'm going to tell you a secret. I'm, I'm going to let everybody okay. in on a secret. Y'all so listen. I hope everybody's got your ears perked up. <laughs> we started, or actually I started because at the time I didn't have my husband, but um, mm-hmm. I started FNET um, in 2006. It was called African American Empowerment Weekend, and I know some people remember that. But mm-hmm. it was not started off as a networking or relationship-building organization. We actually started this as a men's retreat. I know. Mm-hmm. And I know when I tell mm-hmm. people that, they're like, what? I had yeah. this bright idea. <laughs> this bright idea. Yeah. They need a retreat. For, they need a retreat. Thank you, Deborah. Yeah, because women have them all the time. Yes, exactly. they need help with coming together. They need exactly. help, I'll say it. Yes. And so I had mm-hmm. this bright idea. I had booked this great hotel, and, you know, we were going to have we were gonna have all this stuff for men. Well, nobody mm-hmm. signed up. <laughs> so, mm. And I <laughs> had a, a gentleman helping me with it. Unfortunately, he lived in a different state. So he mm-hmm. wasn't familiar with, you know, the, the DMV area. So three mm-hmm. months before the event, I'm like, you know, i got to do something different in this space. What is it that I am looking for as an entrepreneur that is not being offered here? And so that came mm-hmm. up with the bright idea of doing a, a weekend of workshops and conferences, or I shouldn't say conferences, seminars, to help entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had always gone to Black Enterprise and all the other mm-hmm. um, organizations, but they were in different states. But there was nothing mm-hmm. in, at that time, there was nothing in the DMV. So mm-hmm. this started off as a whole weekend. So we we made it a weekend of activities. It was it was workshops. We had a golf tournament. We had a prayer breakfast, and the awards dinner. I did all of this in three days, and a lot of people who are connected with us now they're like, "How did you do all of that?" And I still don't know. <laughs> still don't know. But we we did it like that all the way up to 2009. We had a full weekend of workshops, et cetera. And then like 2010, 11, we started cutting it down. And so now it's now just our dinner that we do on that weekend. Um, Mm -hmm. We may bring back some workshops, but it was just Mm -hmm. so much crammed in that weekend. It was just overwhelming for people. But Mm -hmm. for those who did come, um, we've had major celebrities over the years, Dick Gregory and Randall Mm -hmm. Pinkett, and, of course, George Frazier. He, He started rolling with us in 2007. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh gosh, so many people. Yeah, that have Michael Bayson this year at the awards. Uh, Michael Bayson, unfortunately, he was not able to come, but Michael Bayson okay, is actually okay. a good friend, and he's been at our stuff in the past. So it's just mm-hmm. been a a long list of. We try to have some celebrity, nationally known people, but we mostly mm-hmm. do that dinner for mm-hmm. recognition of unsung heroes, people in the mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. who are not getting the recognition that they deserve as entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who are leaving a living legacy. Um, mm-hmm. But FNET has evolved um, over the years. Uh, we are a membership organization. We have revamped our membership levels, and we will be announcing um, all of that uh, at our private event. We're going to be having a private event this month, and we'll be announcing how you can join FNET and um, really be part of um, some new and exciting partnerships that we have um, collaborated with some, some folks. So that's coming down the pike. Um, but for mm-hmm. more information about FNET, you know, I'll, I'll give all that information at the end of this call. But um, that's pretty much FNET in a nutshell. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why we why we do what we do. It's all about collaborating, encouraging, networking, so that we can build relationships in order for our businesses to grow together. So now that I know mm-hmm. you, Deborah, although I've already known you, but we know each other, and if, if somebody right. needs your services, I can immediately, you're top of mind to me. Like, oh, you know, I know Deborah, and I can connect right. you with her. So it's all about right. building that relationship instead of running around passing out business cards at events and not getting a return. I mean, so that's return. what it's all about. And, and that's in your teaching because that's what the foundation of networking is, is, is the relationship piece. Exactly. There. Yeah, exactly. because I know a lot of times when I, I talk to people and they get upset or they have they've come rather a better word with they maybe frustrated mm-hmm. with the whole networking scene. It's like I pass my card out, or and I was like, but it's not about you selling at that moment. Um, like right. you said, it's about building those relationships that can building the pipeline that can right. help you two three years from now. You know, right. which is which is really important. 
that that you do that uh, as well. What you know, as a master networker, what would you suggest to those who are listening who may not be someone that is open to networking or may not be one of those uh, individuals? They may be more of a a technical mindset and may not um, be more of a, or be more of an introvert as a as opposed to an extrovert. What would you suggest for them for 2014 to help them become better at networking. Well, I'm glad you asked me that question (laughs) because my husband and I, my wonderful husband and I, we have just formed a wonderful workshop called The Secret Mm. Sauce of Networking. And it's Mm. going to give you the tips, tools, and tricks on how to network effectively. And it's not what you think. We had a a preview workshop for a private group um, on December the Ninth, I believe, and mm-hmm. uh, we had about 50 people there, and we showed them this secret sauce. I mean, just a preview, and they mm-hmm. loved it, and mm-hmm. it was exactly what they needed. And we had half the room who were introverts who came up mm-hmm. to us later and said, oh, my God, this is how I need to go and network and get mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. out there so I can take my business to the top. So. Mm-hmm. We have that coming down the pike. We're going to offer it two times this year, and mm-hmm. it's going to mm-hmm. show how you can become a master networker. I'm going to give out mm-hmm. my secrets. <laughs> so that's how they can do it. I'm glad you asked me that question. See, I have good, to put a shameless good. plug in. <laughs> good, yeah, We're that's excited. good. That's good. That's good. And can you sneak and give them one little preview of something that they might can do? Oh, why do um, you, you know? Going the, yeah, you know. You know, because we got people that's listening in Nigeria. We got people that's in London that's listening. So, all right, you all know, right, all one right. Little, you know, a little sneak preview. Well, I will give one little tip. Um, which mm-hmm. is something that people are going to say, oh, we already knew this, but they don't do it. Right. They don't Always do it. Read. Right. They don't do it. Always read the business card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always read mm-hmm. the business card. How many times mm-hmm. have people given you a card mm-hmm. and you still talk it to them, they just put it in their pocket? Right. And I have seen people lose clients, contracts, mm-hmm. contacts, mm-hmm. and money mm-hmm. because they didn't mm-hmm. read the business card. And, and you we, mean we, read it right there in front of them, right? Read it you know, in front of them. Put it in the pocket. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you, hand, right. if you hand me your card, yeah. I'm going to look at that card and say, oh, Deborah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. You, you work at such and such. You know what I mean? I'm going to read you back mm-hmm. certain mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. on your card so you know, hey, this person is actually engaging with me and understanding what I do. And if they don't understand, they're going to ask me the question. So mm-hmm. that is a very, very important tip that people take for granted, but I have seen it mm-hmm. make and break networking mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. all I'm going to give you. I ain't going to give you no more. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but well, that we appreciate is, you for that. That is what we teach, absolutely. And you, you know, and I'm glad you said that, too, because uh, last week for the, shall I say, last year, <laughs> Right, that was right. last week, last year, we had the Rhonda Williams on. I call her the, the brand identity maven, and uh, she's out of Texas. And, mm-hmm. I mean, her clients are Louis Vuitton, Kate Spade. She's she's bad sister. So I want to encourage mm-hmm. everybody to catch that interview if you hadn't. But um, we talked about our worth and our value. And as, since this is the first show of the of the year um of the month as well but of the of the year that's one of the things that um we want to help people focus on here at wealthy sisters radio is not giving our worth away because right. a lot of times we do that so i'm glad you said yeah yeah you, you you want to learn more you need to be able to attend the workshop or, or figure out how you can get i would imagine you might have some CDs or DVDs from the workshop mm-hmm. or what happened yes. for those mm-hmm. who are not local. Because right. talk a little bit about the self-worth and the value of being able to set, the, being able to command that um, that self-worth and not letting people abuse um, the, the actual worth of what your time is. And I think that would help us segue into your book as well. Oh, you know, and ab- absolutely. And and that's something that, believe it or not, we have struggled with as FNET because over the years we were a free organization because it was it's, it's a ministry. But how many preachers get paid? Do you see what I'm saying? So you can't always give 
everything away. You have to put a value on it. And so that's another right. reason why I'm so excited about this year because Epnet has truly taken, uh, you know, a a real look inwardly at what we were doing wrong. And that was one of the things we were not valuing our work. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. that's why I said, you know, we we told our people that we, that did the preview, hey, you guys are lucky. We're never going to do this again for free. We just wanted to mm-hmm. kind of give a preview, see what see what the response was, and no one going forth, you're gonna to have to pay for that information because information is power. And if you really mm-hmm. want to take your business to the top, you're gonna to pay for that information. I I know you pay for information, Deborah, and mm-hmm. I pay mm-hmm. to to go to workshops. Mm-hmm. I pay to go to seminars, and that's why immediately when I saw your winter summit coming up. And I wanted to go mm-hmm. last year, and I couldn't go because I think I, I had a conflict. But mm-hmm. um, immediately when I saw it, I took quick action. you got to take right. quick action. If you right. see people that are having events, don't wait till the last minute. Get in, jump in now, and take quick action, and go ahead and invest in yourself. So your question is, is timely, Deborah, because we have to invest in ourselves as entrepreneurs. We got we got to stop all this free stuff and this, these free rides. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. We still I believe in you know sewing mm-hmm. and giving mm-hmm. and serving, and I'm still going to do that because I have certain things mm-hmm. that I actually do for people for free. But that's because mm-hmm. that's something I made up in my mind that I'm going to do. But everything right. cannot be given away. So to get right. that information, you have to know your worth. So I'm so glad that you are charging for your event. Don't make it free. Right. It's got to be a oh, charge. No. So people, that, oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying. You've got right. to get people who are serious about taking their business to that next level. So it's all about right. knowing your worth. And I see that you do know your worth, and I'm so proud of you for doing that. Well, you know, I, I mean, I'm again, being transparent and honest, you know, there, there are, that is a challenge. It is a real mm-hmm. challenge because I am a giver right. um, by nature. And, you know, you know, of course, you want, you want, it, it, it's, and I'm and I'm a Southern Belle. I say that all the time. You know, we are <laughs> yes, bred. <laughs> we are bred as Southern Bells, You know, to be nice and to right. to give and to you know, not saying that no one else is taught to give, but it's just a certain way <laughs> you do right, things. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Absolutely. So, you know, so you know, being able to separate that and understand what business is and to command it is it is definitely work. Um, to be able to move into that space um, because, you know, I don't want to be someone or to have the business operate out of greed like you see exactly. because there's a, there is a fine line between that. And, of course, that's what we've seen these past few years and I see today, you know, with companies, the way they, they, they operate, it, it is just out of sheer greed. So certainly exactly. don't want to do that. You know, but to be able to run an effective and uh, a powerful business, we do need to have that worth. So let's talk about this great book, this this awesome book that you have written, you know, and um, you know, we, we can already understand just from the title of it, you know, Not Built to Break, what made you write it, but Let's talk about, you know, what what was it that made you say, you know, I'm going to share my story and I'm going to write this book. What led you to do that? Oh, you know, you know that's an, another question that nobody really has asked me. They've asked it a roundabout <laughs> way. But this, you're the first person that's asked me, why really did you really write this book? And it, uh-huh. it, believe it or not, it was really just to heal myself. I wrote yeah. that book. Um, actually, I started writing it in 2008, and it actually was published under a different title in 2009. And then I actually re- rewrote it and um, added some things to it and republished it. And um, actually, last year, I actually uh, really republished it and got it out to the masses again. But um, it was to heal myself. When you're going through a rough situation, I find that writing down your feelings um, via the written word, it, it's it's purging. It cleanses you. And, um, yeah. it, it, you know, sometimes you can't talk to anybody. And I know as women, we we try to talk to other women and air out our problems, you know, what, what have you. But sometimes you can't talk to anybody but God. And right. I, be, I believe that when you are writing down your feelings and just putting down paper, 
it gets the hurt out little by mm-hmm. little by little, and it chips it away. And I, I'm just so pleased today to be able to tell you that I can finally, after all these years, look at this book and smile about it because I mm-hmm. have finally gotten all of the anger, the hurt, the disappointment mm-hmm. in myself and in mm-hmm. others out. Finally. It took me a long mm-hmm. time, but I finally mm-hmm. got there. And um, mm-hmm. that's really the reason why I wrote it. But then I realized when writing it that if I'm healing myself, that I can help somebody else. So right. that's my, my biggest joy is when somebody reads that book and they send me an email and they send me a note or they send me a card and say, you know what, your book helped me. It kept me from committing suicide. It kept me mm-hmm. sane. It kept me from going crazy. I thank you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all I needed mm-hmm. to know. I've now helped at least one person. Mhm, mhm, mhm. So God is really good. Yeah. So, so now tell us. You know, you 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 wrote the book, and and it's, it's a wonderful way that you were able to heal. You know, from your experience there. Can you? I know you kind of alluded to um, what happened, perhaps with your um, mortgage company. But mm-hmm. I was thinking in our conversation, you had mentioned something about a partnership as well. That, that you have. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And, it, and and actually, people who read this book, you're going to get some life lessons even as mm-hmm. at, at being an entrepreneur because mm-hmm. one of the things that happened, um, the, the client that I picked up, and he was in a different state, and we had an agree, a verbal agreement that he was going to send me a contract um, and I was going to get a certain amount of money. Um, and I, I okay. did that to cushion, to, to have a cushion to make sure that if anything, if I had a lean month, because you know as entrepreneurs, we have some lean months. And right. so I, I, right. I wrote that cushion in the contract, and so I, he overnighted it back with the deposit check. And the deposit mm-hmm. check was not what we agreed upon. So mm-hmm. right there, I had a check in my spirit, and I got a pain that shot through my stomach. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and that wasn't nothing did. but God saying, <laughs> You need to. And so at this point, I could have walked away from this contract. I could have stayed at my job. Well, actually, no, I really couldn't because I, I did something wrong. I submitted my letter of resignation before I got the contract and the money in hand. So that's a life mm-hmm. lesson for every entrepreneur. You mm-hmm. make sure that you get your money, your contract, mm-hmm. everything solidified before you leave something else or if, you, if you're still on the job and you're ready plan. to leave. Right. Make sure you have right. that plan in place. And so at that point, remember, my boss had already told me I was going to fail. <laughs> so, right, right, right. So you know I couldn't go back and say, oh, I think I'm going to stay now. You know, I couldn't do it. Right. So exactly. So I had no choice. I had to go ahead and move forward. However, that was God's way of telling me, you about to go into a partnership, that's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. And over the years, um, even as, as, as early as last year, same situation happened, partnered with someone that I had a check in my spirit on, and I did mm-hmm. it anyway. So you would think after all that I have been through that I would I would know better. But that's just mm-hmm. to let you know, we're human, we make mistakes, and, right. and I, I did it anyway, and it was a disaster. So now I think I finally got the lesson. <laughs> you, got, you got that lesson. I got right? it. You got that. I got but it this okay time, Lord. Because it was a lesson. Right. It right. was a lesson. And you know what? I don't even like to call it mistakes anymore i just i'm just i know it sounds you know um kind of offbeat there but i just i just so much feel that it is a lesson and it's just life and that if we could get to the point that we understand that life is life and there are going to be all types of obstacles and challenges and things like that Mm-hmm. Instead of being programmed to think that oh it's going to be perfect and you got to get this to get this and and the, all your eyes are going to be dotted and all your teeth mm-hmm. it's never going to be like no, that no never going to be perfect you just got to do it <laughs> you never, know you know yes yeah, so, but, so but what I but what I learned lesson. though I, I learned mm-hmm. I, you know I haven't you heard it didn't the, the the wise people used to always say if you That's don't right. get the lesson the first time God will let you go through something else until you get the lesson. <laughs> right. So, so, Lord, I'm going to say publicly, I got the lesson this time. You got it. I ain't going to do it no more. <laughs> I ain't going to do it no more. I'm good. I got it. I got it. 
what, what was the biggest lesson, you know, what out of that? What would you say to someone now who perhaps is wanting to partner with someone or they're looking, what what are some things that they need to to look for to know that, you know, that this is a good partnership? Because you can't well, avoid everything. You can't, yeah, you can't avoid are, everything. You know, um, you know, what? But but first off, you you have to, and and because I I really believe in trying the spirit um, of a person, and you have to, and, and sometimes people fool us. Don't get me wrong, I've been fooled. Right. But I really right, believe right. it's all about you have to be um, able to discern. And I'm not saying go in there and and be suspicious because that's not that's not it. I right. I think you know when you meet a person. We all kind of have a feeling about people. That that right. old saying, people kind of know. Um, whether they like you or not, in a couple seconds, is very, very true. And right. if you shake somebody's hand and you get a bad vibe, it just it happened to me recently at a networking event. I shake somebody's hand, I got a bad vibe. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, and so you, mm-hmm. you can tell good people. Good people beget mm-hmm. good people. And so that's mm-hmm. the first thing. Mm-hmm. You've got to go into any kind of partnership. First and foremost, do you get along with that person? Do you mm-hmm. like their spirit? You know, mm-hmm. are they consistent? You gotta, you gotta look right. at that kind of stuff. Watch people, right. and then right. when you sit down and you're about to do a deal, is this deal mutually beneficial to both parties? Are okay. you going to get something out of the deal? Am I going to get something out of the deal? You, you know what I mean? Too, too right, often right. we we do one sided partnerships, and the other person is a taker, and you're the giver, and it's right. not mutually beneficial. So we've all been in those situations that it doesn't feel like it's a 50-50 partnership. So I, I think that going in, because we could be on that subject for a long time, but those are the two main things. And, that, and, well, and I'll do one more. Make sure you pray about it first. And I know everybody's like, oh, Teresa, always talk about God. Yes, because you, he is our author and our finisher. And you have to believe in a higher power because we didn't, right. we didn't make ourselves, right? <laughs> so, right, right. So I just right. believe that you, there is a higher power, and you have to tap into that. You have to mm-hmm. pray first about everything. Mm-hmm. Pray, 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 mm-hmm. then try the spirit, and then make sure it's a mutually beneficial partnership before you mm-hmm. start going into these different <clears throat> things. Two different things, right. And I, and I love that, that, you know, you stress that it's a mutually beneficial arrangement because sometimes we can get, we can get blindsided, but yes, I've been there. You Me see, too. You yes, see yeah. this, you know, the glittery and you see this person that has all of these things and they have mm-hmm. that, oh, this can work. And, and I'll just sacrifice, again, knowing our worth, I'll just sacrifice on this end and then down the road yep. they'll give yep. me on this end. But yep. people don't always think like you think, you know. Oh, that's one and, that's right. and there are people that are takers there that, that's <laughs> oh, their yes. whole purpose and it's hard yes. to believe you know for mm-hmm. some people if that's not your your in your dna like that exactly. but there are opportunists you know and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with seeking opportunities but there Girl, you are better, you better you know, preach. people you better preach. Yeah, that, that do that. And so, yes. you know, being able to listen to, like you said, the higher source, whatever your higher source is, you know, that, that, that connection that we have, you know, mm-hmm. with that. And, and we know, we know, just like we hear all the time in relationships or whatever, we know if that person, that you knew if that woman was not right or if that gentleman was not oh, right or whatever, you know, that lady what have you so it's the same thing but I think we just get so excited and we're just we push those things back so I'm glad so happy you you brought that up about you know really listening and being in tune and then Mm -hmm. making sure that you got common interests you know, That's there's right. a common ground. Like you like that person, <laughs> you know, like right. you like exactly. to be around do, do you that like person. <laughs> <laughs> right? Do you even like them? <laughs> exactly. You know, although you know, I know with men in business, and we talk about this a lot. Um, a lot of times with with women being emotional beings um, and business, and sometimes we can we get that confused, and we do have to be cautious in that, you know, yes. and you mm-hmm. notice men, they can be mad and curse each other out and go out on the golf course and <laughs> strike a deal. So they know how to separate that. But right. it's still a difference if, right. if that person is not someone that you 
can see enjoying being around because you're, you're talking true. about a partnership. That's right. It's a partnership. It's mm-hmm. absolutely a partnership. And I, let me just say this real fast because I, I just turned down something very recently um, mm-hmm. because there was a couple people attached to it that I knew mm-hmm. were not um, ethical in business. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I put something on my Facebook not too long ago about, you know, you got to let your yes be yes and your no be no. And mm-hmm. that's not a mm-hmm. Teresa statement. That's a that's in the Bible. That's biblical. Mm-hmm. You got to let your mm-hmm. yay be yay, your nay be nay. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had several people ask me, hey, you sure you don't want to do this? It might be good for you. And, you know, me and my husband talked about it, and it's like, you know, if you don't have a good feeling about right. certain people or, you know, what they do, you cannot attach yourself to that. You can't right. do it. You've got right. to let your yes be yes and your no be no. And and, right. and don't care who don't like it. It's like, you know what, mm-hmm. I know for myself that I've dealt with these folks and they're not ethical. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to put my name on anything that they're doing. Not going to do it. Right. And um, right. I just had somebody call me like three or four times. This was like at the end of last year to to, ha- right. to have me participate in something. And I just kept telling them no. And I just kept mm-hmm. hearing God's voice. Let your yes mm-hmm. be yes and your mm-hmm. no be no. And so that's how and we all know- have to operate. Yes, and that's good. You brought up a very real point as adults and as business owners, especially with the social media platform, the peer pressure. You know, we mm-hmm. do, can, you can have that, and that's an example right. um, of that. And it doesn't mean, and it could be a situation where it may not be that the persons are not unethical. It may not, they may not have the same brand quality. They may not have the same platform, and you have to recognize that whoever, you attached with, you know, right. that's how you're going to be seen as well. So that's a exactly. that's a great point, you know, to yeah. to to monitor that um, for yourself as well. Well, I tell you, this time has just gone by so fast, you know. Oh uh, no, it really has. <laughs> <laughs> that I can talk to you all day. By. I know, I know, literally. We we definitely have to make sure we connect face to face for sure. What you know? What type of advice you know would you like to share? And and I just wanted to let people know, just tuned in, you are listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show with our special guest today, Miss Teresa Royal Brown. Uh, she is an author, an entrepreneur, extraordinaire, and you know we're just so privileged to have her kick off 2014 this year. So, as an entrepreneur, you know what advice would you share with our listeners today to take their business, um, excuse me, to the, the next level, you know, uh, of, of success for themselves? Well, I, I, I'm going to share what I shared this morning on, on a call we did. Um, and mm-hmm. and it, it was about a story about Dr. Seuss and how he he actually got turned down 27 times. And mm-hmm. somebody finally took a chance on him um, mm-hmm. on that 28th time. And so the moral and the lesson for us is to never give up. You can't mm-hmm. ever give up on your ideas, on your goals, and you cannot be intimidated by, you know, people telling you no. Because people are going to tell you no, but you just got to keep right. saying, okay, I'm going to go to the next one. Okay, I'm going to go to the next right. one. But it gets weary. I know. You get in the valley sometime, and you're like, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. If you believe right. in your soul that this is something that God placed in you to do, you got to keep moving forward. So that's my biggest advice: don't mm-hmm. give up. Mm-hmm. That is that is priceless. That is absolutely priceless. Teresa, how can everyone get in contact with you and learn more about your great book? Buy your book, um, register for your workshops, and uh, learn more about the Fnet organization. Wow! Now you just said a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, people can get in touch with me. Um, I'm on. I'm pretty savvy on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. Um, Facebook, Teresa Royal Brown. Twitter, LinkedIn, um, T Royal Brown, and then Fnet Online. That you can reach us on uh, Twitter and um, uh, LinkedIn on those. And then you can also go to our website, www.fnetonline.com, as well as uh, our email is info at fnetonline.com. Um, and to buy the book or, or more information on the book, you can just go to the website. It's notbuilttobreak.com. 
That's notbuilttobreak.com. And it's also on Amazon under the same title, notbuilttobreak.com. And is it available in Kindle as well? It's on Kindle as well, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. All right. Well, Teresa, thank you so much for being our very special guest today on the first show of Wealthy Sisters Radio 2014 as we enter our fifth year. Yes, yes, we'll be celebrating five years this summer. So thank you. You've been uh, just such an awesome, awesome guest today. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in as well. And just want to hold tight. We have... Our special feature here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we have experts, you know that, and our financial expert, our resident financial expert, Ms. Marcella Milan-Williams, is going to share with you today eight New Year's resolutions you can't afford to do without. So grab your paper and your pen and tune in to Marcella Milan-Williams. This is Marcella Milan-Williams with your Wealthy Sisters Wealth Strategy segment. I love New Year's. There's that feeling of rejuvenation that makes you feel like you are ready to take on the world. What can possibly stop you from achieving the desired successes that is in store for you in the coming New Year? Well, as great as that feeling is, there is one thing that will surely stop you in your track, and that's setting unmeasurable goals. Year after year, we list our resolutions without a clear understanding of what it's going to take to accomplish these goals. Commonly made financial resolutions include improving finances, save money, spend less money, and get out of debt. Well, are these the same ones we should be making again? Tragically, only 46% actually do succeed in keeping their resolutions at six months, and only 19% after one year. Perhaps we are going about this all wrong. Here are my tips for better New Year's resolutions. One, gather all your personal and financial information together. Sit down with your spouse or significant other and address the following questions. Is it all in order? Do you have copies of all your important documents and passwords, and do each of you know how to access them? What if something happens to both of you? Who else has the knowledge? Can they be located? Two, create or update your household budget. Have there been any life-changing events that have affected your cash flow? How about any increase or decrease in your income or expenses? Three, review all your insurance coverage. Is all your insurance up to date and in the right dollar amounts? Are all your beneficiaries up to date? When was the last policy review you had? Review life insurance, disability insurance, long-term care insurance, property and casual insurance, and umbrella coverage. Three, Take a look at all your investment and insurance accounts. Do you have copies of your most recent statements? Are all your assets titled properly? Again, are all your beneficiaries up to date? It's important to take a look at your accounts on a regular basis. Also, review your estate planning documents. If you died today, what would flow into your trust? Who would receive what? And what would be the tax consequences? Next, update your contact list. Make an updated list of all your advisors, including their updated contact information. Finally, schedule your annual review with your financial advisor. Just as visiting your physician for your annual checkup is necessary, meeting with a financial advisor on an annual basis to review the above details is essential to your long-term financial success. Now, two important things to keep in mind. First, If you set goals that are measurable and you set a target time to accomplish these resolutions, you will be more likely to keep your resolutions. Second, if you share your resolutions with others, maybe friend or family member, that significant other or spouse, and show them a list of your resolutions, they will support you and help you keep the promises you make. Good luck for 2014. This has been Marcella Mullen-Williams of LBG Financial Services with your Wealthy Sisters Wealth Strategy segment. To begin designing your personal wealth strategy or for more information, visit me at www.lbgfinancial.com or email me at mwilliams at lbgfinancial.com. 
All right. You heard it right here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much, Marcella, for that great advice. Eight New Year's resolutions you can't afford to do without. If you missed the first half of the show, you can catch this show and all our other great shows at WealthySistersRadio.com. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and you can download us free right there on iTunes under Wealthy Sisters. Once again, we want to see you at the Winter Summit 2014. Early registration ends this Friday, January 10th. So go to thewintersummit.com and get registered now. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for another positively impacting show next week. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Wealthy Sisters and on the web at WealthySistersRadio.com. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our hosts, staff, or partners of our Wealthy Sisters.